Welcome back to OUA Football Today. In this episode today, holy moly, let's just not step over the what I just said. OUA Football Today. I haven't said those words in so, so long. Holy moly. It's been at least eight months now. Oh my god. Deja vu in my brain right now. But wow, welcome back to OUA Football Today Season 2. It's going to be a great season. Back to a regular score. scheduled program. Eight games, uh, no divisions. Thank the Lord, no divisions this season. Cause that was just <laughs> that was a that was a disaster over there. Uh, but yeah, in this episode, I'll be uh, predicting uh, all eleven teams' records uh, this season. Some good, some bad, but it's all right. So yeah, let's kick it off with the Waterloo predictions. Ciao. Let's talk about the Waterloo Warriors. As the Ford Show is officially over in Waterloo as Trey Ford and Tyrell Ford are in the CFL. So now, looking for Waterloo this upcoming season, they are a rebuilding team. Who's going to be QB1? I have no clue who's going to be QB1 in week one. Alright, I really not heard, but I'm gonna guess, or I'm gonna have a, gr- I'm gonna have a great thing to say. I believe it's gonna be Nolan Cabin, Cabin. I don't know if I botched his name or not. <laughs> but Waterloo is now rebuilding as Tyrell and Trey re-imaged the Waterloo Warriors program, and now they don't have studs like that. Yeah, well, they they do actually have studs. I won't lie about them. But last season they went three and three, and they finished fourth in the West Division, with wins coming against Windsor, Laurier, and Laurier again two times. As they were in the playoffs, and they got brutally just demolished in Trey Ford and Tyrell Ford's last game with the program against Western, fifty-one to twenty-four. But moving on to this season. I believe Waterloo will go three and five. Still, I would say for the amount of players that they have lost, but they've also have uh, Gordon Lamb coming back this season and Rushon Dangleman coming back this season. But I think the pieces aren't there with the offensive line. But they do have a pretty decent defense still. But I, I think they they are going to go three and five with the wins coming against obviously York, UFT, and Windsor. Because I believe York's going to be very weak this year. Laurier is going to be very, uh, I don't know, UFT is going to be very weak this season, and uh, Windsor will be very weak this season. So I think those three wins are coming against. They also have a tough schedule. They have to play Guelph, McMaster, Western. Laurier and Carlton, even though Laurier and Carlton, those games can go either way because they won't be the greatest. They won't be top-notch this season. But I believe that Waterloo won't have it the worst season, but they will go 3-5. and five. But I really hope that they make the playoffs somehow. I wish, I hope they win more than three games. I really liked the Waterloo program coming in. Uh, now, let's see what Coach can do. Uh, their head coach can do with their rebuilding year. I know they brought in a, bu- a bunch of good recruits this year. Tal Ibrahim from Niagara Falls, a Niagara, Niagara athlete. He is going to be a workhorse for him. If he's special teams or even being uh, a backup running back this season because we don't know how Sua is going to play this year. And 
yeah, so the running game will probably be there. The passing game, we don't know. We don't know what to expect from the quarterback, but we know what to expect from Gordon Lamb and uh, Deshaun uh, Dangleman. So that is my Waterloo prediction. They're going to go 3-5, and five, and that's it. Let's go look out at York. Last season, 0-6. We know that York is, has been, for the past like couple of years, have been the absolute laughing stock of the Ontario University Athletics football. Of the, of the OUA, they've been a laughing stock for many years. Last season, really showed points against 201 they've only scored they only scored a total of 49 points last year and they had t- and they gave up 201 points <laughs> that's terrible they finished obviously last in the east division uh and they also had like a uh their program was investigated this year this off season i don't know the details and i don't want to go into details in case it was bad you know but uh yeah and, and their season still doesn't even look good okay they have a pretty hard schedule. Well, actually, no, I wouldn't give them a very hard schedule. I'd say they have a very me- mediocre set schedule. Do I think they're going to win a game? No. I think York is going to go 0-8 this year. Uh, losses coming from, well, basically everyone. But who they have to play this year is Waterloo, McMaster, Carlton, Lou, uh, Laurier, U of T, Queens, Windsor, Ottawa. Maybe they could beat Windsor. Maybe they could beat U of T. Because some people are saying U of T is going to be very weak this season. I really don't see it. I think they have a bunch of young guys that will actually show out. But, you know, that is my opinion. They're, and also the reason why I really think they're going to be really bad is because the preseason game that they just had against Guelph, they just lost 68 nothing. It's going to be a long season for York. And I want everyone to know, if you're a York fan, GG. GG. Like, holy, good game. It's going to be a long season if you're, a, if you're a York player. I honestly hope the York players really do prove me wrong. Don't get me wrong. But damn. 68-0, even if it's regular season or preseason. Whenever you tune up Guelph like that, that means Guelph is going to have a great year. That means they're going to have in the season very confident because they just 68 nilched a team. So they're going to have highly confident. They're going to be very confident coming into the season. Thanks, York. <laughs> That's what we really needed. We needed a fucking Guelph Griffin to be very confident. Thanks, York. York, 0-8. Last in the year. Last in the OUA. That's my prediction. Thank you. Let's talk about Windsor. They were 2-4 last year. Finished last in the West Division. With their wins coming against Guelph, a very tough opponent. Very tough opponent. And McMaster in overtime. That was a crazy game. It was a stellar game. I was watching that game. That was a great game. Um, but McMaster improved this season. I believe that they improved immensely. Guelph. Everyone knows about Guelph. Guelph improved crazy this season. They they feel like they're going to be clicking way more than they did last year. So that is scary. So those are the two wins that they came from. They went to the two and four last year. The two wins was Guelph McMaster. That was crazy. Uh, you know, that's that's what I like. But the the thing that really is very embarrassing is when they had to call the game. Their last game of the season, last game for the seniors last year, for the fourth years and the fifth years, last game of their some of their careers. They got blown out by Soul Bally against Western, sixty-six nothing. That the refs were like, you know, we got to call the game at half. We have to call the game at half. 
because oh my god, they're getting destroyed. I wish they played the second half. You want to know why I really wish they played the second half? It's because I really wanted to see if Western was going to score 100 points. And I actually believe that they would have scored 100 points. But if you put up 66 in the first half, holy moly, you could probably put up another 66 in the second half. Like, that's crazy. But let's, uh, I'm done with talking about the past. Let's talk about this year. I think Wentz is going 1-7. Second last. The only team that they're beating is York. Because they have a pretty tough schedule. They have to play Ottawa. They have to play Guelph. They have to play U of T. They have to play Carleton. They have to play Laurier. They have to play York. Well, York sees me. But they have to play Western, and then they have to play Waterloo. I hope Windsor actually proves me wrong. But how have I, uh, do I really ever think that Windsor's going to be like a top-notch team? No, but never. Never. But hey, that's me. I think Windsor going 1-7. Sally, that's my prediction. Let's talk about the Laurier Golden Hawks. Last year, 3-3, three three, second in the West. Laurier, I, I always think Laurier is a, is a great program. Their stadium is terrible. Uh, I hate their stadium. Hate their field. Love the team. Love the jerseys. Think they look dope. Think they look very cool. They went 3-3 three and three last year. I, uh, yeah, but you know what? To be honest, two of their wins are coming from a very poor, poor program. York and Windsor last season. They did beat McMaster 22 zilts. They, they shut them out. That's crazy to my brain. Then they lose to Guelph in the playoffs 31 18. You know, uh, Guelph, 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 Guelph. We're going to talk about Guelph a lot today. Um, but with this season coming up, Laurier. Actually, uh, Laurier is another team that's always in the middle of the pack. They're not the worst. They're not the best team. They're always the medi- mediocre team. They're always in the middle of the pack. They always have a couple great studs and a couple great players on their program and their team. But they're always in the middle of the pack. I believe this year, Western. I know. <laughs> Western. Laurier is going 4 and 4 with Wentz coming against the UFT, York, Windsor, and Waterloo. But hey, it must be tough being a Laurier fan. Because <laughs> your first game of the season is right against you, Western. That's, that's brutal. Feel for these guys because Western's a powerhouse team. But I believe Laurier will go 4-4 four four in the middle. They'll probably squeak right in the playoffs. Who knows how the other teams play. Uh, but they might squeak right in the playoffs as a 4-4 four four record. And hey, hey, guys. Hello. Welcome to me in the playoffs. I'm about to kill you guys now. I'm about to destroy you guys. Because, hey, if Laurier gets somehow in the playoffs, be scared of them. Because, you know, they're not going to get rid of that opportunity. Because <laughs> we don't know when we're going to see Laurier again in the playoffs. <laughs> That's my prediction, Laurier 4-4. Four Let's talk about the University of Toronto Varsity Blues. I've been really waiting to talk about them. <laughs> they were 3-3 three and three last year. Second place in the East. Uh, just looking at this division, though. The East seemed pretty weak last year. The East division did not seem stacked at all. With their wins coming against Ottawa, York, and York twice. They beat York twice last year. <laughs> 
Like, York's not a good football team. Like, holy. Two of their, two of their three wins came against York. <laughs> that's, yeah, you know, that's, that's something else. Uh, they didn't have a bad season. They didn't have a worse season. They went to the playoff. They lost to Ottawa, twenty-seven to seventeen. You know, and I really, some people would be like, Toronto University of Toronto can easily go zero and eight, or one and seven, or two and six. You know what? I really believe that they're going to beat Carlton. I really do believe that they're going to beat Windsor. And I really do believe that they're going to beat York. I believe every single team is going to kill York. Every single team is going to kill Windsor. And I believe some teams are just going to beat Carlton. So my prediction for the 2022-2023 season, well, they're not going to go into the 2022 season. I don't know what I'm saying. The 2022 season, I have the Toronto Varsity Blues going 3-5, and five, not making the playoffs. No way, Jose, they are making the playoffs. Holy, I do not believe the hype. It's say these players, these University of Toronto players, could be in my DMs and saying stuff like, yo, you're an idiot. I will be like, haha, you guys are just not good. You guys are just not a good football program this year, and you have a couple studs, don't get me wrong, but hey. Prove me wrong. This is what I want. This is what I want. I want every single team in the OUA to prove me wrong. The teams I picked to not win a game, yo, win a game. Like York, win a game. I have for you have 0 and 8. Win a game. University of Toronto Blues, you guys. <laughs> win more than three games, and then we can talk. And that's my prediction of the University of Toronto Blues. University of Toronto Varsity Blues. <laughs> Going 3 and 5. Now let's talk about the Carlton Ravens. They were two and four last year, with their wins coming against U of T and York. Every single team has one bad year, then a good year. Carlton's always been in the middle of the pack, I believe. It seems like they've always been in the middle of the pack. They made the playoffs last year. It's a tier four record. Divisions. <laughs> like, I'm so glad they don't have those divisions anymore. But they got absolutely clobbered against Queens. Uh, 41-14 in the playoffs. But week one, they also got clobbered. Uh, Queens defense did an immaculate job on week one against them last year. Uh, Anthony Federico uh, absolutely took over the quarterback. Kept on getting him. Don't mind. Uh, couldn't stop him. But the whole Queens defense that last season or that game, week one, 2021 season against Carlton, Queens Carlton. Oh my, that was a scary defense to see. Carlton has no answers. I believe Carlton has no answers again this year. I believe that they're going to go 3 and 5 this year with their wins coming from York, Windsor, and Waterloo. Yo, that some people would call me a very dumb for that. Say, hey, yo, Carlton's not even that bad, that bad of a team, or that bad. I think they're gonna be in the middle of the pack. I believe they can either go four and four, five and three, or three and five. They're not getting lower than three wins. Okay, they're gonna get anything. If anything, they're gonna get higher than three wins. They are not getting two wins this season. They can either get six wins. They can easily get six wins with this schedule that they have. Like they play McMaster, Toronto, York, Queens, Windsor, Ottawa, Waterloo, and Guelph. 
All right. They can easily go six and two. They can easily go four and four. They can also easily go five and three. But that's my prediction. They're going three and five. Let's talk about the Ottawa GGs. They're in the East Division last year. Three and three record. You know, I, I like Ottawa. You know, they had a tragic passing last year, so you know their whole mind, their whole players' minds weren't on the field. Like playing football, obviously. So you know, gotta give it to them. Um, I believe, but I really believe that they're gonna play this season for the passing of their teammate. Rest in peace. Last year they went three and three. With wins coming against York, York, Carlton, and Carlton. They beat Carlton twice last season. Um, they were in the playoffs. They beat UFT in the first round, and then they got destroyed against Queens, thirty-two to fifteen. I, I won't even lie. I think I think their head's going to be more in this season. They're they're playing for a reason. They're playing for their teammate. Uh, I believe that they're going to go five and three this season. With wins coming against Windsor, Queens, Laurier, Carlton, and York. I believe they're going to make a big playoff push this season. I think everyone should watch the Ottawa GGs this season. <laughs> that's just that's just me because I think the Ottawa GGs are going to be somewhat impressive this season. I think the Ottawa GGs are going to surprise a couple faces this season. But you know what the best part about all this opinion stuff is? It's my own opinion. And I could already hear a couple hate be like, yo, what is that? What are you saying? Hey, with this season, with this with this schedule that they have, like Windsor, Queens, McMaster, Guelph, Laurier, Carlton, and York and Western, they can easily lose the Queens. To drop them to four and f- uh, four and four, like they, they, they can easily lose to Queens. They can all they can easily beat McMaster. They can lose to Laurier. Like this schedule they have can go either way, but they have the players on this team that I actually believe that will bring them to a five and three record and bring them to uh, to the playoffs. But don't be shocked if they don't make the if they don't make the playoffs because they do have probably one of the hardest schedules. Like if they're like. Like, let's be honest. So you start off the schedule, you start off the season with a pretty, not, not like a pretty average team, a pretty bad team with Windsor, and then you have to travel to Queens. Hey, what are you gonna do about that? You gotta go play Queens. But I believe this se- this season for Ottawa, I believe that they're gonna make the playoffs. They're gonna make a playoff run. Um, but if they if they can really bit win at big games and. You know, if they could somehow find a win to win the big games, <laughs> Ottawa could be scary. And that's my prediction. I have Ottawa going 5-3. Let's talk about the McMaster Marauders. All right. Some people would say that they didn't improve immensely. But, you know, I think they did. Last year, they were second last in the West Division. 3-3 three and three, with a 3-3 three and three record. With the winds coming from Guelph, York, and Waterloo. By the way, they actually stopped York last year 48 nothing. Just want to say that. They also did lose to Windsor, so that could be embarrassing. They lost them in overtime. Don't know why the game was so close. It's a good game, though. 
if you're a football fan, that was a great game to watch. But if you're a McMaster, you're, you're kind of feeling a little bit embarrassed when you lose to Winter like that. It's insane. But they were 3-3 three three last year. Um, but they did also beat Guelph. So that was big. That was a big win. Because uh, Guelph's a tough, tough team. It's a very tough team. Every single game they play seems like it's close. Uh, but when I talk about Guelph later on in this season, uh, in this episode, you're going to know that these guys are just going to be serious. But let's talk about this season. Let's get into this season's prediction. I have McMaster going 5-3 and three this year. You know, I really do. Uh, I have them beating Carlton Week 1, York, Ottawa, Waterloo, and U of, T in the, U of T in the last week of the season. Some people will be like, hey, what is that prediction right there? McMaster maybe gave them too many wins, maybe gave them too many losses. Hey, I believe, I really do believe that they're going to lose to Western, and I do believe that they're going to lose to Guelph, and I really, really believe that they're going to lose to the Queens Golden Gales. I believe that. But a lot of young guys at McMaster, it's a very young team, young uh, young program this season. Uh, but also with a lot of veteran presence at the right spots. So, hey. If well, I know if McMaster somehow goes, hey, seven and one, six and two, I'm all for it. But if they go anything lower than five wins, I'll be pretty disappointed. Like maybe they could beat Queens. Most likely they could beat Queens. But if they, if they somehow go lower than four. Well, lower, lower than five wins, I'll be very disappointed. So I have them going five and three. That's my prediction. Now let's talk about the Queen Golden Gales. Incredible year they had last year. They went six and zero, first in the East, and they had probably one of the most dominant defenses uh, in Canadian university sports last season, led by Anthony Federico, Eric Colonna, Thompson McCollum, and Ashton Miller Melanson, the rookie. When I was into his year two, the rookie led all U sports and interceptions. If I got that right, wow, that's impressive by me because I believe he had six. Now, Ashton Miller Melanson going into his second year, the ball hawk, hoping for more interceptions and more exciting plays from him. That's a player to honestly look out for on Queens. Hey, Kabagoo, yeah, do that. Hey, Ashton. Miller, uh, Miller to look out for on the Queen Golden Gales. But Queens went 6-0 and last year undefeated, killing their whole competition, going to the playoffs, destroying Carlton in the playoffs, destroying Ottawa, and then they got to meet up with Western. <laughs> Western is always going to dominate the OUA, and they're probably always going to dominate U-Sports, and they're always going to be one of the most exciting teams to watch. And this in the Yates Cup, on Queen's soil, they were, I was at the game, of course, and they were very exciting to watch. Uh, they did beat Queen's 29-0, Queen's lost the Yates, uh, but you know, watching, you know what, I'm not even going to talk about Western and, uh, while I'm talking about the Queen Golden Gales, I'll wait till I have to talk about them, alright? Uh, but this season, this upcoming season, I have the Queen Golden Gales going 5-3. and three. I believe they could win a couple games. 
couple more games. I believe, but as of right now, who I've been beating is UFT, Carlton, York, McMaster, and Laurier. They can, they can most likely give it to Guelph. Hey, hey, they they beat Guelph last year, fourteen to eight, stellar game. That uh one play on the yard line, on the one yard line, Queens one yard line, they just got absolutely, Queens just absolutely stuffed Guelph. Not get in. It was like third and goal. Stuffed them. Bang. Game right there. The game right there. That was an exciting play. That would always be indulged into my brain because that was a fire. I was standing. It was cold. Third and goal or whatever. Maybe second and goal. I don't know what it was. I think it was like one of the last plays. It was probably third and goal. Uh, yeah, it was most definitely third and goal because they needed a touchdown to at least you know, get in this game. Queens just stuffed them. Closed the door on them on the one-yard line. That was an incredible place. I was going... I was, oh, I was fired up. But I believe they could do the same thing. I think when Queens plays Guelph this season, I think it'll be another exciting game. And I could go... Queens can e- easily go 6-2 and two this season. Because I know for a fact, like, they're two, lo- like, they're two losses. Well, uh, well, one of them will for sure come from West End. Western's a powerhouse. I think Western's just gonna dominate, 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 and maybe when they come, uh, maybe when they have to play against uh, like Guelph or something, and then they will, you know, maybe they'll lose on the game. But no, as of right now, uh, I believe I have Queens five and three. Now let's talk about the Guelph Griffins. They went three and three last year in the West Division. You know, they they kind of surprised me last year with their disappointing year. But uh, their wins coming against Western, and that was a pretty exciting game. And you know, who, who, no one really thought West like Guelph was going to beat Western, but hey, they did. And they beat Waterloo and uh, University of Toronto. And then the playoffs, played against Laurier, beat Laurier, and then of course they lost to Western in the playoffs. They went three and three last year. Uh, they were third in the West Division, shocked me. But no, this season I have Guelph as probably one of the best teams. I have them going seven and one. They're only lost coming to Western, but hey, that game could easily flip the switch. Maybe they could beat Western again. Who knows if they could beat Western again? But I think with the stacked lineup like this, that would be a matchup to watch. By the way, but hey, they could easily go six and two this season, seven and one, eight and zero. Oh. Who knows? But my take is the Guelph Griffins are going to be an exciting team to watch this season, as they will they'll be in the playoffs and they'll make a splash for all of you sports. So that's my take, the Guelph Griffins, going 7-1. and one. The Western Mustangs, the powerhouse of U Sports, not just the OUA. Last season, they went 5-1. and one. Their only loss coming to Guelph. I think Guelph could probably upset them again. But actually, no. I have, as of right now, on paper, I have Western going eight and zero. But they can easily go seven and one, six and two, depending on how they play that day. But they won the Vanier Cup last year against Saskatchewan. You Saskatchewan. They won the Yates against Queens, and they won the Mitchell Bowl against Saint FX, led by rookie quarterback Evan Hillick that came in in week two, took over the job due to an injured quarterback. Due to an injury, so he took over, and he's never gonna give it up ever again. Because Evan Hillick is a player to watch this season. I see an outstanding year last year. He won Rookie of the Year for OUA, 
but also with a great running game by Keon Edwards. This guy is an absolute force. I believe he's going to his third year, and he absolutely lit it up last year. Uh, no shocker there. Uh, he absolutely lit it up. He just destroyed the competition. Nobody could. No one had a an answer for an answer to stop Keon Edwards. But he made me the second team U Sports. He was first team OUA. He was the U Sports leading rusher this year. I believe he's going to absolutely repeat all that. To say it won't, it won't shock me if he repeats that. So I have Keon Edwards probably. I have Keon Edwards probably win MVP this year. I think he's going to take up on big load and just absolutely carry Western to maybe another Yates Cup game. Who knows what they do after that? But I have the Western Mustangs going. Oh, I eight and O undefeated. Now let's go to my games to watch or to look out for this season. Let's start off with the Week One games. I have Guelph versus Western. That's going to be an absolutely top-notch matchup kick off the OUA season. And another one I have uh, in week one is Waterloo versus York. We're about to see the new, new era of York and a new era of Waterloo. That's I, I, I will be in, uh, I will be watching that. I will be invested in watching Waterloo versus York. That's probably the only time I'll be watching York this season, to be honest. <laughs> but hey, man, if they win, if they surprise me, I might, I might have to watch a couple more games. But oh my. I just, I just hope York doesn't get embarrassed. So they just don't get 40 bombed or something. That would, that would be embarrassing. And then in week three, I have Queens versus Western. The Yates Cup rematch. I really believe this is going to be all Western. <laughs> I, just, you know, I don't know, but I hope not. I, I like the, a couple of guys on the team are cool on uh, Queens, and a couple of guys on uh, Western are cool. But I really hope it's a nice, tough match. A nice, close matchup, to be honest. It's a nice, close matchup. Hey, I'll be tuning in, though. Uh, for sure, that game. That game will be a nice game to watch. Uh, I really hope it's nice and close and nice and tough. Uh, but, yeah, I really think Western got that game. I won't lie. And then I have a couple games on week... Oh, no, actually, no, I have one game on week five. It's Queens versus Guelph. I think that's going to be a top-notch matchup. Every single time Guelph and Queens play against each other, match up against each other, it is always a close game. It's always a defensive battle, and it's always... It's always one to two score game. It's it's always comes down to the last three minutes of the game. It's kickers missing field goals or kickers nailing long field goals. It's always an electric game, and I'm gonna be tuning in to watch Queens and Guelph on Week Five. Now I have a couple more games from Week Six, and that's basically it. York. And Windsor. <laughs> the only reason why I have this game in there, York versus Windsor, is that it's basically what I'd like to say the battle of the losers right here. Because, you know, I don't know I don't know how the, how the script will be looking in week six. Maybe these two teams will be somehow top-notch in a playoff spot. Who knows? But as of right now, what I'm predicting is going to be the, t it's going to be the battle of the losers. It's going to be a, whoever loses this game <laughs> is last place in this league. And it's going to stick in there. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, that's a game that I will not be watching. But that's a game that I will be keeping up, keeping an eye on. But you know, maybe by week six, these two programs will be surprising me and absolutely making me eat my own words, because <laughs> I've said a lot of bad things about these programs. 
Well, not bad. I think I just said it. They're just not top notch. <laughs> that's that's the non top notch moment of the week. And then I have Carlton for auto versus Ottawa. Hey, it's a panda game. Who doesn't like watching the panda game? The panda game is so fun. If you're a student, but if you're watching on game, who doesn't like watching the Carlton Ravens versus the Ottawa GGs? Very historic programs going at it. In the uh, what is the Red Black Stadium called? I can't even remember what the Red Black Stadium is called. But in that stadium, with both students sections going crazy. It's incredible. Gotta love it. That's a game that I'll probably be watching. But then week six, I also have Waterloo versus Allurier. The Battle of Kitchener. I just always like watching that game. Those games. Well, the past four years, the past three years, it has been more fun because you've been seeing the uh, the Ford brothers. Uh, great receiving, great running, great defense is going at it. Now this year will probably be no difference, but you know it's still historic. It's very, it's very a historic battle. You know the rivalry, both in the exact same city. That is my top-notch game of the week, Waterloo Laurier. I won't lie. And that's all the games I had to look out for. But let's finish off this episode with something. You know. I just want to tell everybody before I uh, end this episode is all the stuff that I've said about these programs I really don't mean it to be honest uh, I, I just really make jokes about programs and that's I mean York they have a bunch of ballers don't get me wrong do they gel great together probably not but hey that's alright I think I really hope York proves me wrong I hope Windsor proves me wrong I hope all the other programs I said aren't the greatest prove me wrong that's why I do this show. It's to be proved wrong. <laughs> no, I'm mad about it. But also, it's just really whatever I say about your program and your school, don't take it to heart. All right, that's all I want to say. That's my disclaimer for this season of OUA Football Today Season 2. That's my disclaimer. Don't take anything, everything I say to heart uh, about your school, your program, your football team. I'm just joking 99.9% of the time. Cause I really don't mean that stuff. I really hope every every uh, student athlete has a great season this year, and I really hope that all programs and all teams have a very, fairly well season. That's that's my take. Have a good night, and I can't wait for this season to get up. Football is back. Let's go. Ciao.